0: You're listening to Kindling Conversation with Siobhan Hunt, part of Kindling Kids Radio. You're listening to Kindling Conversation. There's a lot of advice out there on how to parent well, and there are lots of different styles. But there's an approach to parenting called Triple P. It's the Positive Parenting Program. Perhaps you've heard of it. It's widely used throughout Australia. It was actually developed here, and it's backed up by more than 30 years of ongoing research. Its aim is to build strong healthy family relationships, and it's currently being used in 25 countries around the world. Matt Sanders is a professor of clinical psychology, and he's the founder of Triple P. Hi, Matt. How are you?
1: Yes, I'm very well. Thank you.
0: Now, as I mentioned, this is the Positive Parenting Program. Can you explain what positive parenting actually means in a nutshell?
1: The whole idea is to apply five key principles in raising children and these are the five principles of positive parenting. The first one is... Children are going to be doing better if they're raised in a safe and interesting environment where there's plenty of age-appropriate things for kids to do. Busy kids are much less likely to get into strife and to have difficulties kind of behaviour-wise. The second principle is creating a positive learning environment, and this means that it's a world of encouragement, it's a world of positivity, um, rather than put down negativity or harshness. And the whole idea is that when parents learn the skills of how to provide uh, encouragement and positive feedback to children. Children are more likely to learn the kind of social and emotional skills they need to do well. The third principle is uh, the principle of consistent assertive discipline and that means really establishing some boundaries and limits and some reasonable rules that children learn within the family so they know what it is they're expected to do and you've got adults with the confidence and skills to be able to be consistent and to provide appropriate boundaries for children. The fourth principle is the principle of reasonable expectations. So what can you ask of kids of different ages? And certainly it's not about shooting for perfection. There's no gold medals for martyrdom and parenthood. So we also have to have reasonable expectations of ourselves. And the final principle is taking care of yourself as a parent. If you're miserable, if you're lonely, if you're overwhelmed, if you're really stressed out, it's so much more difficult to be consistent and positive and nurturing towards children.
0: And how did you develop those five principles?
1: Uh, look, it really started off with my own PhD work, which began uh, many years ago, back in 1978. I was interested in children who had early oppositional defiant behaviour problems who are sort of aggressive and through tantrums. These are preschool age children. And it began as a home uh, coaching model where I used to go into the homes of families of parents of preschoolers and really the core principles and strategies that are embedded within Triple P were being sort of defined and clarified around that time and then over the next really almost four decades of work we've become much more, much clearer around what the principles are. And then within each of those five key principles, there, uh, with the younger age group, there's about 17 core parenting skills. So it's been through a process of research and development and drawing upon existing theory and so on to build a comprehensive multi-level suite of programs rather than just a single program.
0: I think you may have answered my next question just then, but I'm going to try it anyway. There are a lot of different courses out there on how to parent or how to raise your family Mm -hmm. well. Why is Triple P a good choice if parents are seeking guidance?
1: Well, the main thing that uh, we need to keep in mind is what we know about what parents are looking for. Parents when they're surveyed report that they're looking for programs that work that have been properly trialled and tested so just sort of um, homespun theory is not what parents are looking for these days. They want practical solutions that can work and for many parents they're looking for accessing this parenting support in ways that are convenient to modern living. So, for example, this has been behind the development of a suite of programs that range from light-touch seminar programs that can be done on a large group basis to topic-specific discussion groups and workshops around age-specific concerns like hassle-free shopping, dealing with mealtime problems, dealing with fighting and aggression, dealing with problems of cooperation or disobedience. And then for other families, they're looking for more intensive programs where their children's behavior is a little more complicated. It occurs not only at home but in the community and is more persistent. So for them, we've got programs like Group Triple P and also online versions of the program. And then for the most pointy end, the most complicated uh, situations where families are having difficulties, not only with behavior, but also the parent may have a mental health problem, or uh, for example, they may be feeling overwhelmed and stressed or have uh, a major problem with depression or management of their own emotions, such as problems with controlling your temper. Then we have the level five intervention, which is enhanced triple P for families where um, they need a a somewhat longer intervention, up to 12 sessions. But the whole idea is to have evidence-based programs that can be delivered in different formats, group individual online over the phone, uh, so it's flexible enough to respond to the different needs that families might have, and then make this available community-wide. So it's uh, it means that there's a triple P version for virtually every parent, um, and it's a question of you know finding out what kind of level of support that you're needing. So it's definitely not a one-size-fits-all.
0: You're listening to Kindling Conversation. I'm speaking with Matt Sanders. He's a professor of clinical psychology and the founder of Triple P, that's the positive parenting program that is um, around Australia and very easily accessible, as Matt's just explained. Matt, I did the Triple P course a couple of years ago now. My Mm -hmm. daughter's now five. She was probably about three then obviously. That's good maths, isn't it? Um, <laughs> one thing that really struck me um, in the classes was the approach to discipline and the mm-hmm. communication around misbehaviour. And I think many parents <laughs> probably struggle with that. Yep. And I'm not sure, this, like I said, it's been two years between doing the course and now. But if I could give you an example, let's say my daughter has a tantrum and she's upset she hit a brother and now she's having a, a complete meltdown so she's done something yep. that we say mm-hmm. is unacceptable yep. um, I don't yell at her I accept that she's upset because there mm-hmm. might have been a reason she hit her brother then I might put her in a room if she's getting um, aggressive <laughs> Yeah. wait for her to be calm then I talk to her in pretty short sentences about what happened after mm-hmm. she's calm now when I do that kind of thing my partner sees or sees what I'm doing as being almost permissive, as being too soft. And I'm wondering if that's a misinterpretation of Triple P that you come across with parents, particularly when people who are parents now um, are likely to have had parents who who may not have had a similar approach. So their approach to discipline might have been tougher, yelling, putting in rooms without explanation.
1: You've raised a really good point here because if you think about the approach to dealing with challenging behaviour, let's put it that way, where kids are not cooperating or they're hurting each other or they're throwing a tantrum. The approach that Triple P takes in this instance is really to look at, well, what's setting this off? What's causing the problem? And that, you know, sometimes kids getting upset and throwing a tantrum and hurting others can be a ticket to an audience. It can be a ticket to avoiding something that they uh, the, that they don't like happening. And so the usual approach that we would take is, first of all, say, look, what are the skills that you want your kids to learn when it comes to sharing and turn-taking or, you know, cooperating? And then when that is occurring playing plenty of attention to that, uh, giving kids positive feedback for it and then when it comes to the hitting, hurting and tantrums then you can establish some basic ground rules. Now these ground rules are only as good as its follow through so the ground rules might be uh, you keep your hands and feet to yourself, you use an inside voice, you share and turn take if it's uh, appropriate. Now, when that's not happening and a parent has asked the child to do something, they're not cooperating, the problem is continuing to occur, then the key to making this discipline encounter work really well is, first of all, control of your own emotions. So the things that we say to parents here is, don't shout, don't escalate, don't threaten. And so the idea is that you remain firm and calm, you follow through with an appropriate consequence that maybe the removal of a troublesome toy. It may be taking it out of action for a brief period of time. It may be separating the kids because the, there's been hitting and hurting and the, uh, you've got a full-on tantrum taking place where you're putting a child in a situation where they're having to calm themselves down. But if you add to that threatening, shouting and hitting children, you're adding another emotional layer around the whole episode. What you really need is a parenting strategy that will allow the kids to calm themselves down, because remember, they're losing control of their emotions, and so they combination of positive attention for doing the right thing, and then a sort of a calm way of following through without shouting, but it's highly consistent, it's very decisive, it's immediately occurring when it's needed, creates a situation where children are much more likely to regulate their difficult emotions, get over it more quickly and then return to the interaction that caused the problem and try again. Now parents who feel that you have to punish kids in a way that you know kind of makes them pay for something that they've done wrong are sometimes forgetting the whole idea of discipline is to educate, is to teach, is to enable children to learn how to handle the situations that they had trouble in dealing with, often because of loss of control of their emotions. We're key to our kids having better emotional control.
0: And I don't want to um, overemphasise the point because I know that parenting is hard and I am far from perfect when it comes to how I deal with those challenging Mm -hmm. situations. But... When it comes to shouting, when it comes to, I guess, the parent losing control yep. of their own emotions, how damaging is that in, in terms of your overarching aim of creating strong, healthy families, relationships? Look, I
1: don't think when it's occurring you know, just occasionally or in isolation, everyone loses it from time to time. It's not damaging in a loving relationship. The main thing that I would emphasise, however, is that if it's occurring frequently and you're getting constantly frustrated and you're feeling stressed out with your kids, then that's when it can start to cause problems. And I think the main thing is that we're our kids' greatest role model if we're able to demonstrate that we can remain firm and calm in a situation of challenge but we can still be predictable and consistent and provide those appropriate boundaries and limits, it's so much better for everyone. But it doesn't mean that, and this is where reasonable expectations come in, I mean, all of this will slip up from time to time. We've just got to learn from that and try not to repeat it over and over. Uh, otherwise, just expect your kids to become really good at shouting as well and uh, they'll see it modelled, they'll see it prompted, they'll see it rewarded in uh, in many different ways and it's highly likely that they'll learn to do that as well.
0: Matt, that's a great place to end but I think this is going to need to be an ongoing conversation. Will you come back on the show?
1: Yes, I'd be happy to.
0: Thanks, Matt. Thanks so much for your time. That's Matt Sanders. He's a professor of clinical psychology and the founder of Triple P. That's the Positive Parenting Program. We'll pop links up on our website if you'd like to learn more about Triple P. But we will definitely get Matt and other experts from Triple P back on the show to talk about specific areas that they deal with. But this you can see as an introduction.